It's the Y'all Show. We're back on the air with you. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition. We're getting through the week, midway through the week now. And I'm John Raw. Glad to have you aboard. Our number to text is 803-816-1170. And you can find us on the World Wide Web. Our address is y'all.com. It's got a link right there where you can hear past episodes of the show. You can hear today's episode of the Y'all Show. You can go to iTunes Podcast if you've got an iPhone or an iPad or just want to surf on your computer and you have iTunes, go look for the Y'all Show and subscribe. It's absolutely free. And let iTunes do the hard work. It will automatically download every show right to your phone, your iPad, your laptop, or whatever computer you may have. It's a cool way to keep up with the Y'all Show by subscribing absolutely free in iTunes, the iTunes podcast to be specific. A little purple icon. That's what you need to look for, and you go get the Y'all Show right in your inbox on your podcast platform each and every day that we do the show. Coming up on this hump day edition of the Y'all Show, we're going to have the ACC Spotlight in just a few. Our friend from CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com, Jonathan Leifheit, will be dropping by. We've got to talk to him about recruiting as we're now less than two weeks away from national signing day part two and also we'll talk to jonathan about acc basketball as we're about to turn the page to february want to find out what he's seeing from a teams getting into the big dance from an acc standpoint and we'll tell you about saturday slate also we'll give you all the latest info on football for the acc when we get a chance to talk to jonathan Later this hour, then when we get to hour two, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. Got some fun stuff there to pass along. And then we'll go right to Nashville, Music City, Tennessee, and we'll have Precious Harris checking in from the Music Row area of Nashville with her Nashville music line, Precious, the author of College of Songology. And we can't wait to find out what's going on in Music City when we get to that part of the show. We start off today's look at headlines from across the southeast. First of all, did you survive the cold snap that we've had in the last couple of days? Now, many of you did suffer, no doubt. It was cold. It probably snowed in some areas. However, the forecasters kind of got this one a little bit wrong, at least now. And I'm not going to spike the ball in the end zone on this one, speaking of the Super Bowl, because we've still got a couple more days of cold temps, of which it could be very nasty if, if uh, Mother Nature wants to play hardball. But for a lot of Southerners, they expected to wake up Tuesday with snow, or you expected it to come at some point on Tuesday going into Wednesday night. And the way the front moved across, a lot of people didn't get as much as expected. Now, some people did. As we talked about on the Tuesday, y'all, there were parts of Mississippi and Alabama that got snowfall. But I know north of Atlanta, they were expecting something, and they didn't get a whole lot, if anything. And, hey, that's good news. But, again, we've still got cold temps the rest of this week and it could affect super bowl 53 in atlanta and that's not a good thing but chances are it looks like we're all going to get through this thing okay i know in west virginia they got a lot of snowfall in in east tennessee and such western north carolina had a nice dumping of snow but let's hope that it all gets out of here as fast as possible and hey we're ready for the springtime that would be a great thing but hey we're in january almost february that's part of the life here and certainly we'll take this little hiccup here weather-wise any day compared to what chicago and wisconsin all that area had to suffer this week with negative temperatures for most of the week not a lot of fun up in that part of the american platform now to west virginia we go and a delegate blocked a constituent 
from a Facebook page. This is what they call their folks in West Virginia, the state government. You're elected. You're a delegate. And this West Virginia lawyer there is suing a lawmaker after being blocked from the delegate's Facebook page for, quote, commenting in an adverse nature. And the newspaper in Charleston, West Virginia, says that Ritchie County lawyer Scott Wyndham is suing delegate Jason Jason Harshberger. And Wyndham says the block violates his right to free speech. Wyndham said he was interacting with people on a post about the House's co-tenancy bill that became law last year. The law allows natural gas and oil companies to drill on land with the consent of 75% of its owners. Harshberger's financial disclosure statements say he and his wife receive oil and gas production royalties. But I didn't realize that a person like this didn't know this delegate. If you've got a Facebook page and you're an elected official, you have to stomach what your constituents say about you. And he evidently didn't like it. And he blocked him from his Facebook page. That from Charleston, West Virginia. A Florida man has killed his family after being kicked out for stealing $200,000 because he has an obsession with a porn site model that, according to cops, Grant Amato, 29 years old, shot and killed his father, Chad Amato, age 59, his mother, Margaret Ann Amato, age 61, his brother, 31-year-old Cody Amato, and he shot them all in their Chiloto home Friday, which is in central Florida, and he's in custody for the execution-style slayings of his parents and brother and he again kicked out after stealing more than two hundred thousand dollars to fund his obsession with a woman he met on a porn site and that's not a good thing there so terrible story coming from florida there and he's been arrested and charged with three counts of first degree murder senator Rand paul of kentucky he's been in trial the last couple of days in bowling green kentucky and the u.s senator from the commonwealth he's been in a lawsuit against his neighbor remember the neighbor that attacked him outside of their home they lived in the same neighborhood in bowling green and i think maybe they got in a fight over leaves or something like that but this radiologist the neighbor helped paul on and off on his examination table after the 2017 attacked he testified that paul was walking with a grandmother shuffle a radiologist was brought in and said that paul needed three or four times longer to get on the table than patients routinely do he testified that it wouldn't be unheard of for people who had suffered broken ribs to deal with continued pain paul is seeking up to five hundred thousand dollars in compensatory damages and up to a million dollars in punitive damage damages against renee boucher that's the neighbor that they had the little scuffle with and so this week a radiologist was brought in sean Wilgruber, to testify on behalf of Rand paul as he's trying to win in court this compensatory damages and up to he's also seeking up to a million dollars in punitive damages against boucher and they were in their yards a couple of years ago i think it was 2016 when boucher attacked him while Rand Paul was doing yard work at this Bowling Green area home. And he's had a tough recovery from that. We wish him the best. And he's, again, in court in Bowling Green in western Kentucky this week. Also in the Commonwealth, the Secretary of State of Kentucky, Allison Lundergan Grimes, well, she's in a little bit of hot water because she's gone on national TV more than once to make clear that she was strongly opposed to handling handing over voter data to President Trump's Voter Fraud Commission 
saying that as the Secretary of Kentucky, Secretary of State, she would not release any sensitive information that relates to the privacy of individuals. But after making that statement a year and a half later, she is in an investigation by ProPublica and the Lexington Herald Leader newspaper. Uh, this investi- investigation has revealed that Grimes and her staff recently performed regular and extensive searches on that same voter registration system, including searches on her political opponents. And Grimes, who ran against Mitch McConnell for Senate in 2014, that's where she got a lot of national fame. A lot of the liberals came to the Commonwealth of Kentucky to campaign for her. But now she's maintained her position as Secretary of State. I think she's the daughter of a Kentucky elected official from years past. And this woman in some trouble now after it's been revealed that her staff examined rivals' voting records in Kentucky. Keeping the state politics fire going, in Alabama, the state auditor's name is Jim Ziegler, and he has posted this week two photos of U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona to his Facebook page with a headline about the clothing that she wore on the Senate floor, and this was done in an effort to draw attention to Alabama Senator Doug Jones, not Cinema, according to Ziegler. And he put a post up Saturday evening showing a vertical photo of Cinema in a dress and tall boots with the headline, What newly elected Arizona Democrat Senator Kirsten Cinema wore to work? And a smaller photo shows Cinema on the Senate floor in the same attire. A Jones is visible at the edge of the frame. The photos of cinema prompted commenters on Ziegler's Facebook page to refer to cinema as a prostitute and stripper. And yeah, one of those comments was who hired the stripper. And I, I've seen this photo of cinema recently elected to be the senator, one of the two senators representing Arizona. She took over the seat that Jeff Flake had, and she had on what I call hooker boots and a very short, short skirt on the Senate floor. Now, I don't know what the rules for fashion on the Senate floor are, but that seemed a little risque in my humble opinion. And if you know anything about cinema's background, she is, I think I'm right on this, she is an atheist and a bisexual. In fact, we have two bisexual, very out bisexual, newly elected people serving in Congress. She is on the Senate side. In fact, I think there already was a bisexual female senator from Wisconsin. The, the, the female senator from Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure, is bisexual. But there's also a new congresswoman from California, and she's been on a lot of conservative things. She's, I think her last name is Hall, I think, Congresswoman Hall, and she's a newly elected, but she's, she's married, but she's also bisexual. So if you're, into that i guess you got some friends in washington dc but yes uh bisexual or not senator cinema's chosen wardrobe the other day does not look very political does not look you know, they pick on president trump for not being presidential well for cinema that didn't look very senator like in my fashion police estimation speaking of the president he has given his blessing to bible classes in schools And several states, including West Virginia, Virginia, and Florida, have introduced measures in support of Bible literacy classes in those states. And the president, he tweeted earlier this week, 
numerous states introducing Bible literacy classes, giving students the option of studying the Bible, starting to make a turn back, question mark, great exclamation point. And according to these proposals, I think it's a good idea. These schools have a chance to, if this goes forward, teach the Bible in school if a student chooses to. It's an elective class with a focus on its historical significance. Critics of the measure argue that it could violate the constitutional separation between church and state. But too many people, even people that are okay with Christianity, people that are Christians, they frankly maybe don't know enough about the Bible that they should. And as an elective, I I think it's a good idea because a lot of people just don't go to church anymore and they're not getting it. And frankly, if you're like me and you didn't grow up in a home where the Bible was beat over your head at home or at church, and I went to Sunday school and we learned some of the stories, but we weren't forced as Lutherans to learn all of the stories and the people and the personalities i I did not have to learn the books of the bible growing up now we went through catechism and i learned the apostles creed and the nicene creed and the of course the lord's prayer but we didn't learn in order genesis exodus leviticus i I even get confused i can't keep going Uh, and then of course the how the new testament starts but i think it's a good idea and again if you grew up in a maybe non-baptist home you need that extra elective to learn more about the Bible and the history of the Bible, I think it's a great idea. And how about President Trump getting out on social media and voicing his support this week? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And probably, if I had to guess, President Trump probably could benefit from going to a few of those Bible classes in school as well. Hey, we all should learn about the Bible. I don't care if you're not even a Christian. You should know the Bible for sure. All right. Here's a store based from in the Auburn, Alabama area that's been a really hot thing for the Generation Y or whatever they call that, the college kids and the 20-year-olds around the South, the kids that kind of want to have that college look to them. Canucan Specialty Outfitters. I've been to their headquarters in Auburn. That's where they got started. Then they branched out. They had a bunch of locations across the southeast. Well, now Canucans is closing several locations. And in Alabama alone, where it started, they're closing stores in Mountain Brook near Birmingham, in Madison near Huntsville, and Prattville near Montgomery. And the store has now 10 locations listed. And I'm going to read out what the stores are that remain in the Canucans portfolio. And they're not just in Alabama. They're in other states, too. But I... I'm a big fan of Canucan Specialty Outfitter. They have really good stuff. Uh, maybe a little bit pricey, in my opinion. They do a great job with men's and women's or youth stuff in there as well. And really cool store. If you live in any of these areas I'm about to rattle off and you haven't been to a Canucan's, check them out. All right, here are the 10 Canucan stores according to Canucan's.com and spelled K-I-N-N-U-C-A-N-S.com. Canucan's. Here are the remaining Canucans locations open after all these closures. Alpharetta, Georgia. And I'll, I've been to that place. I think it's just, I know where Alpharetta is. They've got a little trendy shopping area that maybe the Esplanade, I think, is what it's called. That's where the Alpharetta store is. And Athens, Georgia, just off the Oconee Connector, they will keep that store open. The hometown Auburn, Alabama, of course, that store on Donahue Drive will stay open columbus georgia on airport thruway that store remains open destin florida this location 
at the uh, near the residence in Marriott Sandestin, that location at Canucans will stay open. In Montgomery at East Chase Lane, that location remains open. Opelika, see, they got a store in Auburn, and they also have a store at Tigertown right by the interstate. The location on Tigertown Parkway of the Canucans remains open. In the home of the Land Sharks, Oxford, Mississippi, that store will stay open. That's in the sh- same shopping center as Belk in West Oxford, just off of Jackson Avenue. Peachtree Corners, Georgia, location there will remain open. And finally, in Auburn's rival town, Tuscaloosa, the location just off of McFarland Boulevard near University Mall will stay open. So if you're a fan of Canucans, you have about 10 choices now remaining after some of these closures. And, of course, you can go to their website, canucans.com, and see all the choices they have for clothing. And they've got footwear, sunglasses, really cool stuff, lots of brands, lots of, lots of really cool southern brands. We need to get the y'all apparel in Canucan. So if you're listening, Canucans, give us give us a follow, and we'll see what we can do to get our y'all brand all over the South, just like you've done a pretty good job the last few years. All right, when we come back from the break, we've got more headlines, including, sadly, the police chief of Laurel, Mississippi, dying at the age of 48. We'll have information on that, as well as a deer raised by a South Carolinian has gone on the attack And that's causing quite a little problem around Aiken, South Carolina. So we'll have those headlines coming your way next on The Y'all Show. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Happy to 
We're back. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. How you doing out there? Hope you're doing well. I just had, prior to doing the show, a chance meeting with a guy at the gas station. I was pumping gas on a chilly day here in January. And I don't know about you. Have you discovered more and more people that interrupt you when you're at a gas station, either pumping gas or walking in? People wanting to borrow money or get money. And they always kind of start out with the same line. Excuse me. Excuse me. And this guy, when I was pumping gas, he, he did the same old line. I was sitting there pumping, minding my own business. And I hear a voice, excuse me, sir. And you kind of have your radar up. You're like, Ugh, not again. Well, it turns out this guy actually was giving me a compliment about my car. And he meant it. He wasn't looking for money. It turns out he had a similar car and he was just asking me about the mileage on my car and and I have a 2004 Chevrolet Tahoe, in case you're wondering, and great car, and recently crossed the 300,000-mile mark on my Tahoe, and this guy's had similar success with his. So we had a nice little conversation about cars. So my point is, here on the Y'all Show, sometimes when you just know what you think you're going to hear from someone like that, they'll surprise you, and it won't be anything about what you expected in case you don't want to give money away like I sometimes do. Sometimes they may be saying, excuse me, sir, or excuse me, ma'am, because they just might want to have a, a legitimate question to ask your way. So take that for what it's worth here on this Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show. All right. We have a survey out by the WalletHub.com website, and this is the economic impact of immigration for each U.S. state. So this is a survey that if you're number one, I don't know if it's the best thing. The impact of immigrants on your state, the economic impact. No surprise, California is number one in all of the land. And this is all based on workforce, the socioeconomic contribution, and what they call brain gain and innovation, and a couple other factors. I don't really get all the bells and whistles of what went into this. If you want to go to WalletHub.com, again, it's a impact of immigration by state. Now, our point here on the Y'all Show is to tell you about our South. And in the South, the first Southern state on this list is Florida. They come in at number five on states impacted by immigration. Texas is 14th. A little surprising that California, of course, a border state, number one, but Texas is all the way at 14 on this list. Other states in the South, Georgia is 19. North Carolina is number 21. Missouri, 25. You've got Kentucky coming in at 33. So most of the South is in the back half of this. And Alabama is number 38 on the list of states impacted by immigration. West Virginia comes in at number 39. Tennessee is 42. Arkansas, 43. Louisiana, the Pelican State, is 44th. The state of South Carolina comes in at 45th on states impacted by immigration. And Mississippi is actually 51st. I guess they included D.C., in this and mississippi is dead last in terms of states with the impact of immigration on it so whenever people cross the border illegally <laughs> they don't have pearl mississippi or pontotoc mississippi or let's see let me give you a good coast town uh, bay st louis is not necessarily on the radar of those coming across our border or the people flying in on planes that are immigrating legally. So Mississippi, you're not that affected, I guess, by 
immigration. According to this survey, again, you can go to wallethub.com. Boy, they put out lots of surveys and lots of research here, and we we cite them a lot here on the Y'all Show, but this is the state economic impact of immigrants. Mississippi, you're dead last in something else, but this time it may not be so bad. They are first in obesity in Mississippi, and I can say as a retired Mississippi resident, yes, I was not obese until I moved there, and then I got obese, and then I left. And now I'm trying to lose pounds. But it's a great state. We love Mississippi. That's the reason people get obese in Mississippi is they got great food in the Magnolia State. Yes, they do. I could use me some Abner's chicken right now. All right. Speaking of Mississippi, sad news coming from Laurel. Laurel is in the Pine Belt. It's a town not far from Hattiesburg. Pretty big town, actually, right on Interstate 59. And the police chief of Laurel has died after a sudden illness. This was posted on the City of Laurel's Facebook site, and Chief Tyrone Stewart was 48 years old. He had been in critical condition, and his family requested privacy. He'd worked more than two decades in law enforcement in Jones County and Laurel, and had been the chief of police in Laurel since 2011. 18,500 residents in Laurel, Mississippi. The governor of Mississippi, Phil Bryant, asked people to pray for Stewart and his family We remember the life of Laurel, Mississippi Police Chief Tyrone Stewart, dead at the age of 48. Now, moving on to more headlines. A man in Florida has been jailed for attacking another man who was wearing a Minions costume. In a statement, the state attorney's office for Florida's 7th Judicial District said that 26-year-old Ryan Nyhart of Citrus County, Florida, pleaded no contest this week to misdemeanor battery and criminal mischief for the attack back on july 8 police have said that nyhart knocked over and kicked jamie rome on daytona beach's boardwalk rome was dressed as one of the minions characters who were also in the despicable despicable me films to promote a local business nyhart was sentenced to 10 days in jail followed by a year of probation and he's also got to pay damage to rome's costume and enroll in a moral recognition therapy course but that coming from florida by the way last week we had the pro bowl in florida in orlando did you see uh, midweek during a photo hop i think it was a member of the miami dolphins he ran and tackled the new england patriots mascot also was dressed up at this photo op and the patriots mascot guy had to go to the hospital, I think. I don't have all the details, but mascots can get hurt, and people wearing costumes can get hurt. Let's not forget, there's people in them there. There's people in them there, uniforms and costumes. <laughs> I think the guy that did that for the Dolphins, he should be disciplined. He at least needs to pay the the guy that he tackled and hurt quite nicely. In fact, he was on the winning team of the Pro Bowl, and I think the winning team of the Pro Bowl got. 60,000 plus for winning the game Sunday. Won by the AFC, by the way. Deer, a deer in South Carolina has been raised by humans, and now this deer is on the attack. It's become aggressive and has attacked several people in Aiken, South Carolina. South Carolina's Department of Natural Resources said that one year male deer had lost its natural fear of humans and had become more aggressive around people. And the first attack on a person was back on January 16th. And then a couple days later, 
Police in Aiken were called to the scene of an ongoing deer attack and found a scratched and bruised woman. The DNR says officers found the deer nearby and killed it with a single shot. So the Bambi is now gone. Says the fur of the well-fed and healthy deer indicated it had worn a collar for some time. Moral of the story, don't raise deer because this kind of deal can happen. And DNR there in South Carolina doing the right thing and putting this deer down. A deer is not supposed to be a dog or a cat. It's a deer, for goodness sake. And this one was not scared of humans and went on the attack. And now he's... He's out of here. A group in Los Angeles. How about this? This is a strange headline. A group from Los Angeles has bought a gay resort in Oklahoma City. Now, those are some words that I never thought quite went together. Oklahoma City and the state of Oklahoma and a gay resort. (laughs) But sure enough, the Alternatives Resorts based from Los Angeles bought the 170-room Habana Inn and they, this room, this this hotel was sold for two point four million dollars, and the property will be renamed Hotel Habana, and the, a renovation phase will start this fall. The resort has two nightclubs, a novelty store. You don't know if I want to go in there, and a closed restaurant space. So the re, the hotel recently celebrated its fifty fiftieth birthday, and is a centerpiece of a string of businesses catering the lgbtq clientele in oklahoma city in that area so for the lbgtq ltqbq community this place could be a place to go if you want to go to oklahoma city hey i was in oklahoma city not long ago and i don't know if i'd be staying there but i tell you where i would go brahms google that sometime brahms ice cream brahms burgers good place based out of Oklahoma City. And finally, comes to us from Louisiana, where 10 dogs have been taken from a South Korea breeding operation for dogs, and now they've been sent to Louisiana, where a prison there will take care of them. What a good story. The dogs arrived this week at an animal shelter at the Dixon Correctional Institute in Jackson, Louisiana. And these dogs, which would have been turned into dog meat in Korea, they were shipped from Korea to Canada to a Delaware shelter before arriving at the prison's Pen Pals Animal Shelter, which is a no-kill shelter. And an inmate there who works at the shelter who plans on becoming a veterinarian technician is going to help take care of them. He says the dogs arrived in good physical condition, but were wary of humans. You think? Not only was South Korea looking to carve these dogs up into meat, but gosh, could you imagine being a dog and having to go from Korea to Canada? And then to Delaware, and then, thank gosh, to Louisiana. Now, that was the best part of the whole trip. <laughs> but good news in these prisoners there in Louisiana at the Dixon Correctional Institute got some new friends, and hopefully these dogs are going to live a nice, long life. These Korean Louisiana dogs. Good job there. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll have our ACC spotlight, our friend Jonathan Lifehite of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. We'll be stopping by to talk ACC basketball, ACC football recruiting, and other goings-on in the Atlantic Coast Conference. This is the Y'all Show. We'll be right back. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. 
Purpose L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. John Raw, and we accent the South. We love this part of the world. We love our Southern sports. And on Wednesdays, we're lucky enough to have from CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network, Jonathan Leipheit, drop by to talk all things Atlantic Coast Conference. And Jonathan, hope you are doing well. Happy cold end of January to you, sir. Yes, I survived the... <clears throat> like a snowstorm pretty nicely and we're doing well all right well good deal if you need to bundle up well i've got a fire maybe close by i can get get your way jonathan i want to talk uh, we're going to talk basketball but we've got to start off with some football news and goings on right now on the y'all show and there's two things clemson football related that i've seen pop up in the last few days and i want to know how true or is this just fake news out there about the clemson football team one story is about how black players in mass quantities did not go to the White House recently for the celebration of the national championship. That's a story that's popped up in the last few days. And also, I read somewhere about a lot of players not being properly tested for drugs. So what do you know about either one of those stories, sir? Well, you know, the the first one, I, somebody came with the, with that story and I, I was under the impression that about 70, 75 of the Clemson players did attend the ceremony. So that left probably, you know, 20 or 30 that did not. So I would say the vast majority did go. I don't think anybody's taken a, a real poll on it. And, uh, I mean, the good news is, is, you know, most of them did go, um, you know, regardless of how you feel about, yeah. you know, this president or that president, it's still the president. So, you know, good, 
you know, I, if, if invited to the White House, it wouldn't matter to me who was there. I'd probably still go. What was strange uh, about that, Jonathan, is this story was not brought up two weeks ago when they went. It was I, I, I saw the video. I saw the photos and I saw, I think, one black player, at least in the camera angles that I saw in the White House. And it kind of was a little strange, but I didn't bring it up because I wasn't there. And now two weeks later, we're finding out that maybe there's a chance that a lot of the black players chose not to go. Yeah, and, you know, I get it. I uh, completely understand it. You know, the, the way things are, the polarization of the you know the country and, and with the Republicans and Democrats, and in some cases, you don't want to go. So yeah. um, that's certainly their prerogative, and I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, blame them or care too much, but uh, that does appear to be, you know, at least a, a significant number of them did not go, and and they that was their decision so well, this, the news the news story to me isn't the fact that they didn't go it's i think it's a bigger deal that nobody knew about this that, that oftentimes the players themselves get out on social media and say i'm not going i hate trump or whatever the reason might be we also didn't get any kind of inkling from clemson's public relations team that a lot of players weren't there so enough on that jonathan what do you know about this whole drug testing issue with the clemson football program well, so allegedly they're not doing as many, I guess, testing as is supposed to be going on. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of the details on the on the Clemson testing, but I, I do know that uh, I believe that Clemson is still testing within the bounds of the uh, of what the NCAA requires. So I think they're doing doing fine there. It's just going to be a matter of you know making sure that they comply with the rules and. I don't at this point necessarily believe that there's, they're doing anything that they, they shouldn't be doing. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll kind of see how that goes kind of heading forward. Well, everybody, no matter what size school, needs to be minding their P's and Q's when it comes to drug testing. But when you're the national champion, you definitely have a target on your back. So you better be doing everything just down to the crossing the T's and dotting the I's in everything you do. Jonathan, you're a smart guy, a lot smarter than me. So I have to ask you, what exactly is a transfer portal? <laughs> a transfer portal. So the NCAA, uh, and for better or for worse, has decided that what they will do is allow players that want to transfer to enter their name into a database and that database then becomes available to the to the various programs across the country. So basically, this is the portal. You enter the portal, and then you know that allows other teams. Once you're entered in there, then other teams can contact you and see if you see if they can commit you to come play for them. So that is the transfer portal. All right. I saw a story out that the Miami Hurricanes might be benefiting more than other schools when it comes to the transfer portal. What do you think of that story? Um, I'm sorry. Who was it? You said the, can, the, the Canes. Um, I don't know that any one team is, is benefiting more. Certainly some are hurting more. Um, uh, Virginia tech as an example has got, uh, I think 10 or 11 players out of there. Um, it's just going to become, you know, Miami's got a, uh, you know, an opportunity. They, they've got a lot of, a lot of spaces to fill and, and they're doing a good job. They have a, a good, you know, a good program to, to offer you know, players and come in and play and and so uh it doesn't surprise me to see them take advantage of it you know, it doesn't surprise me to see other schools you know uh the, the portal give it and the portal portal take it away all right well i've got some portal transactions that i want to get your take on one came out of nowhere the other day jonathan arguably the best player 
for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets has decided to transfer and use the portal, I guess, to transfer elsewhere, a, mm-hmm. a big lineman for Tech. What happened there? Uh, Parker Braun is who you're talking about. And, yeah, uh, he is has entered the portal. So he actually will graduate after the uh, this this, uh, this semester. So he would actually fall into what we'll call the graduate transfer uh, rules, which means he'll be able to play immediately next year as opposed to having to sit out. So graduate, once you graduate, you can – transfer wherever you want and then and not sit out um i think with the with with uh, braun it seems to be more a case of uh the style of the coaches and the style of, of the play and and whatnot i don't i don't think he feels comfortable with the direction that georgia tech's headed so he's going to um see where else he could go and that might suit him a little better he's a you know really kind of a very you know straightforward uh no nonsense kind of guy and uh um you know there's been a lot more marketing and that type of thing motivation type stuff and some players respond to that some don't and clearly you know braun decided he didn't necessarily care the direction and uh decided he was going to head elsewhere well transfers are a way of life in college sports these days sometimes these young athletes they like it so much they keep on doing it and that's what we're finding out from tabari hines and he's a former Wake Forest football player who decided to take his talent to the West Coast and suit up for the Oregon Ducks. And Jonathan, now he's coming back to Tobacco Road, and he's going to suit up for a team that was a team that really he he damaged greatly when he was at Wake Forest. And Tabari Hines is going to go play for NC State now. <laughs> yeah, it, it does get a little crazy with with some of the transfers uh, to me. To me, at some point, you know, one transfer, I, I kind of will give it to a player and, and say they, you know, maybe they didn't find the right place or things changed. Two transfers, I got to kind of wonder what's going on in their head. So, um, you know, hopefully it'll work out. The kid will get his, his act together and, and play and, and do well and, and move on to a good future. But two transfers is an awful lot. Well, let's talk about some guys who aren't transferring to other colleges or coming in. They're actually getting out of high school and coming to an ACC school. And this is big news. Speaking of the Super Bowl this week in Atlanta, the son of Los Angeles Rams general manager Les Snead, his name's Logan Snead, and he is committed to play football for the Virginia Cavaliers. Pretty good pickup there by this guy whose dad played football. I think he was a defensive player for the Auburn Tigers and grew up in the Auburn area at least part of his life. And Logan Snead has committed to UVA. Yeah, he, he is. He is a, an outside linebacker. Um, he's got, uh, um, let's see, he actually, I believe he had an offer well, he didn't have an offer from Alabama. Pretty limited uh, number. You're talking about Logan Snead out of Eufaula, Alabama? Yeah, I saw where he also had Los Angeles listed, but he did live in Eufaula, which is right on the Georgia line. I forgot what that lake is. Chattahoochee is where that comes through. But, yeah, Eufaula, they're Logan Snead, talented Alabama slash maybe Californian. Yeah, maybe uh, uh, Los Angeles via Eufaula or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't talk like a Valley boy. He talks like a Eufaula boy, I'm sure. And, again, his dad played football for Auburn. I think he was on that 1993 undefeated team, if memory serves me correct, Les Snead. could be. Who's done an unbelievable job with the Rams, and they're in the Super Bowl, and wish them good luck this weekend. Yeah, especially against the the team everybody loves to hate, the Patriots. Jonathan, what other recruiting nuggets can we get from you before we start talking ACC basketball? Well, I mean, uh, we're coming down to the end on uh, on uh, uh, 
the last, of course, signing day. So uh, a lot going on there um, in terms of, uh, of, of rankings. Uh, Clemson's, a, a, as, as you would expect, uh, kind of leading the uh, uh, leading the charge in the ACC. So doing well there. Um, Florida State, not far behind them. NC State, if you look at the rankings, is actually a surprising third. Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Miami, Virginia, Duke, Wake Forest, Pitt, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Syracuse, and Louisville bringing up the back. Man. Again, you can go to 24-7 Sports to get all the latest updates on recruiting. And Jonathan, from an ACC standpoint, do you see any big wholesale changes with the standings after signing day? Is it all going to kind of be what it is now, in your opinion, or change a lot? I don't You might see there's a a number when you kind of get to the, I don't know, probably fourth or fifth, third, fourth, and fifth position, uh, they all kind of move around. There's not a lot of difference. Uh, really kind of the biggest drop off is probably, you know, after about eighth. Uh, and then there's a whole group of them that are kind of, kind of bundled up there. And then Louisville all the way back at the back. All right. Let's move over to some basketball talk, Jonathan, while we still have you here on our ACC report with Jonathan Life Fight 24 seven sports. And of course, we're right in the thick of conference play. We do have some news out of Carl Gables as Miami's Dewan Hernandez has been ruled ineligible. And he's decided to now declare for the NBA draft. How big of a player and what happened with Hernandez? I'm not really sure what happened with him, uh, but uh, he, I believe he is a pretty big player for them, though, definitely. Yeah. Um, he's been uh, he's a 6'11 player, 236 pounds. Um, so, you know, that's going to leave a big hole in the middle, quite figuratively and literally for them. Um, but uh, this is all kind of kind of uh, happened in the last day or two, uh, NCAA decided that, you know what, uh, he's not eligible. So. Yeah. Speaking of the Canes, they host Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech number 12 in the country, and that game is going to be tonight in Carl's Gables. That's a 7 Eastern tip-off. Wake Forest hosts number 15, Louisville, and Boston College welcomes in their old Big East rival, Syracuse, to Chestnut Hill for a game. Now, Saturday in ACC play, intriguing Big East ACC matchup. Duke has the St. John's Red Storm coming into Cameron Indoor Stadium. Oh, Chris Mullen, you remember him? Yeah, sleepy eyes. Yeah, I saw him play, his team played Georgetown the other day. They, they lost to Patrick Ewing and Georgetown. But how about Mullen and Patrick Ewing, head coaches in college basketball now, those former collegiate legends that went on and had a long career in the NBA. NC State has Virginia Tech at the PNC Arena on Saturday. Florida State hosts Georgia Tech. The Hoos of Virginia welcome in Miami. Louisville hosts the North Carolina Tar Heels. That's a top 15 matchup there at the KFC Yum Center in Louisville. Boston College and Notre Dame face off Saturday. And Pitt and Syracuse get together in Pittsburgh. And that's a look at what's going on in ACC basketball this weekend. Jonathan, thank you, thank you, thank you for your great ACC knowledge. And, hey, next week when we talk, we'll be right on the eve of National Sunday. Can't wait. Yep. Uh, we should have a full report on what's going on there, and uh, uh, we'll see what, what's happening. But I expect uh, um, not much shakeup, and uh, most teams will finish out their classes. Probably most of them had 15 20% left in their classes, and they'll you know, probably sign anywhere from, uh, anywhere from two to five, maybe six uh in the in the late signing period all right mr live fight of 24 7 sports and cbs sports digital we'll look forward to chatting with you again next week sir 
Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. And that will conclude this ACC discussion here in hour one of the Wednesday Y'all. Hang on. We've got hour two right around the bend. We'll have hashtag hullabaloo and we'll go straight to Nashville Music City and we'll have a report from Precious Harris all coming up on the Y'all Show. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Um, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. show hour two with your host john rawl and we are so glad that you could take a little time out and get your y'all on yes we are so glad that you're southern and proud of it and if you're not southern and proud of it maybe you're what we call someone from out west or up north we have another name for those types of folks you're maybe envious of the south hey we welcome all y'all here on the y'all show it's perfectly fine to be a supporter of the South and and be a Southerner at heart. Remember, we've got a lot of great people living in the South that maybe didn't grow up in the South, but they got here as fast as they could. Or maybe they live in other parts of the country. Maybe you're one of them who just like the way the South is and the food and the music and the sports and everything else we got going on. We're a pretty cool part of the country, frankly. We set the pace in the South. So, If you're having a bad day this Wednesday and you need a little ego boost and you love the South or you're a fan of the South, lift that chin up. Be proud. Be proud you're a y'all because the y'all's going to do it again, as Charlie Daniels should have said. (laughs) Coming up on the y'all show, we've got some good stuff here this hour, too. Don't miss it. We got Precious Harris swinging by for the latest from Nashville, Tennessee. Music City, USA, home of the Grand Ole Opry and the home of Precious Harris, author of College of Songology and the 
proponent of all things country music and lots of giggles. You're promised lots of fun and giggles when Precious does her weekly report with us here on the Y'all Show. And I got to ask some good questions to Precious as we're getting almost to February. We've got a big date coming up in February in Nashville. The Country Radio Seminar takes place. And if I can figure a way to get on I-40 and head that way, I will be back there for another radio seminar in a couple of weeks. That's where all the DJs essentially from the whole world come into Nashville and the record companies kiss up to them and the artists kiss up to them. And it's really a great chance to meet and greet and showcase great music. That's what it's really designed for. It really benefits the young artists, the up and comers who are trying to get that personal one-on-one attention from the radio stations and unless you go out on a tour of which oftentimes these artists do go on radio promotion tours sometimes those radio people aren't in the office the day they come by they they have a hard time coordinating it and so this is kind of like the radio stations go to the artist and it's a thing held in nashville every time in february each year and it's i've been there i went there in college had a great time I'll never forget I got to meet Billy Ray Cyrus when he was just getting started and he made a kind of smart aleck comic toward me because he saw my name tag. And so that's my memory of the 1993 Country Radio Seminar. Both Billy Ray and I, we've gone through some bad hairstyles in these last 26 years. But, yeah, that's coming up. We'll talk to Precious maybe about the radio seminar and what else is going on in Nashville when we talk to her. You know, you remember we told you the other day, and I'm sure Precious might bring it up. We've got Carrie Underwood. She's in the last week that we've done the report with Precious. Carrie Underwood has downloaded another baby. She's got another baby boy. So good news for Carrie and her hockey playing husband. So maybe Precious has some inf- more info on that. This is the y'all show. Now let's let's play something else music wise on the y'all show that has nothing to do with country music. It's got everything to do with, you hear it, no, play it, play it loud. It's hashtag hullabaloo (laughs) on the y'all show. Yeah, let me, all right, I love me some hashtag hullabaloo, hashtag hullabaloo, I love it. All right, we have a lot of good stuff as we always do. I don't know why Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook have special ways of getting us the best of the best but that's exactly what happens each time we have hashtag hullabaloo on the y'all show so are you ready to dive in to today's hashtag hullabaloo you betcha you betcha you are all right let's start out with a tweet from dustin growl and how about this handle for dustin growl on twitter at Justin Dustin. <laughs> At Justin Dustin, IT professional and an Atlanta photographer, image heavy, rated PG. All opinions are mine. Thank you for the profile there. At Justin Dustin. And he he had to be a little bit of a smart aleck. I was just telling you in hour one about the maybe what we thought was going to be a blizzard that happened in most of the South. Now, of course, some places on Tuesday got snow, maybe some ice, but a lot of places dodged a bullet, at least on Tuesday. Now, the bullet might be coming right back around later in the week or early next week. Who knows wherever you might be. But Dustin Growl put on Twitter this smart aleck 
Oh my God, what is this white death from the sky? Oh, snow, you say? Hashtag traffic will suck. So I guess where he was living in metro Atlanta, it was snowing a little bit. He had to also have the hashtag snowpocalypse2016. I guess he's referencing something from a few years ago that was quite bad. But yeah, it snowed. It wasn't as bad as a lot of people thought it could be, at least in metro Atlanta. And so, Dustin, hopefully, as we as you had to indicate in your tweet, you were able to get through traffic. Snow or no snow? Traffic in Atlanta is maybe the worst in the country. It is bad. Now, you got to know where you're going. I lived in North Georgia about a year and a half ago for a year. And when I went through Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, I had to time it where I'd leave the house at like five in the morning. I'd get to Atlanta at six and I was able to get to where I wanted to go without any problems. If you wait till right at nine or eight o'clock in the morning, you're going to be stuck in traffic for a while, especially on Interstate 85. Interstate 85 and 75, probably north and south of Atlanta, are really bad. Now, I am a big fan of Interstate 20, the east-west corridor that goes through Atlanta. (laughs) They have problems, but nowhere close to what 75 and especially 85. And then you got the whole loop around atlanta that's pretty bad too in fact the dirty secret that a lot of people do and, and and do use this dirty secret even though it might seem shorter when you're coming into atlanta to get on 440 and go around is it four two no is it 285 it's not 440 it's i'm confusing that with nashville it's 285 is the loop that goes all the way around downtown atlanta and you would think let's say you're coming from chattanooga and you're wanting to go to augusta georgia You'd go on 285 around, I guess, clockwise. No, it's actually smarter, faster, and easier just to go all the way into downtown Atlanta, go past Georgia Tech, go past the Capitol, get on 20 and head east. I I do it all the time. I know that it's the right thing. Also, if you're coming from, let's say, 85 north from, let's say, Gainesville or Gwinnett County, and you're wanting to go to Birmingham, also not a good idea to get on 285. Just keep on trucking on 85 come all the way into downtown atlanta and then get on 20 and go go west those are my atlanta area traffic tips here on the y'all show thank you very much all right speaking of atlanta home of the super bowl this weekend and it's probably timely that i tell all these dirty secrets about atlanta traffic here on the y'all show in case you're going to atlanta and i went to atlanta the last time they had a super bowl the year was 2000 and I wanted to go to the Super Bowl. I was ready to spend money on a Super Bowl ticket. I wanted to see the Tennessee Titans beat the St. Louis Rams. And I was pulling for the Titans. And I went all the way to Atlanta. I didn't have to go far. At that time, I was living in Huntsville, Alabama. So it was about a three and a half hour drive to get to Atlanta. I drove all the way there. And I paid about $10 to park. I bought a Burger King hamburger on the way in, so I spent about five bucks there. So that's what fifteen dollars I spent. I was ready to buy a ticket, and someone said, "Don't buy tickets here; they got counterfeit tickets." And this was in two thousand. If you thought it would be easy to do a counterfeit ticket then, imagine the changes in the last nineteen years. I was scared. Ticket prices were six hundred dollars, even for these supposed tickets that may not may not even be real. So I didn't I didn't go in. I didn't buy a ticket. I watched it from the 
CNN Center in Atlanta and saw the Titans lose by one yard. But that's my Super Bowl experience. The one in Super Bowl that I went to, it cost me a half day's drive, about $40 because I bought a cheap T-shirt on the way back to the car, a Super Bowl T-shirt to pretty much say that I went to the Super Bowl, but I really didn't. But I encourage you, if you're a fan of the Super Bowl or you're a fan of the Rams or the Patriots, go to Atlanta. I think they can handle the extra traffic. And you might get an authentic cheap ticket and go into the actual Mercedes-Benz Stadium and see the real game. If not, I don't encourage you to buy tickets unless it's absolutely the right ticket. But you can still witness a lot of cool stuff. And we don't have the Super Bowl showing up in the Deep South all that often i know it goes to new orleans occasionally but other than new orleans and tampa at times unfortunately nashville i don't see the super bowl ever coming to nashville i don't see it ever going to charlotte it should it should go both to nashville and charlotte now they do have the nfl draft coming to nashville in a couple of months that's good news and they got the nba all-star game in charlotte in just a few weeks but the super bowl not coming to those two towns so again atlanta for the most part is a couple hours drive or a day's drive for just about everybody in the southeast so if you want to witness it without having to fly all the way across the country this is your weekend all right let's go to a tweet from tony a caps and that's tony a k-a-p-p-e-s and we got this off of instagram we don't get a lot of instagram feedback on the y'all show by the way our instagram page is y'all show on instagram but this instagram posting is pretty cool it's from tony a caps and the post from tony says southern old wise tale white wally means winter blizzard now, i had to do some research now, i i maybe this is woolly i think it's what she meant Tony meant a woolly, a white woolly means winter. So what I did is I did some research here, and really our team here at the Y'all Show, heavy duty research. Are you ready to talk about woolly bear caterpillars as a weather predictor? <laughs> I had not heard of this. In fact, I didn't grow up to my knowledge in an area where you had woolly bear caterpillars and according to our research team most people in the midwest or new england have heard at one time or another that if you want a forecast for the upcoming winter that you should just look for a woolly bear which is black at both ends and a reddish brown or rust colored in the middle or fuzzy bear caterpillar in the south this same caterpillar is called the woolly worm so woolly worm caterpillars it's more than just a legend and according to the old farmer's almanac using woolly worms for a winter forecast is something that's been going on a long time and i grew up on a farm but i've never heard of this thing all right here's how the woolly bear caterpillar or woolly worm became famous in the fall of 1948 dr ch cran curator of insects at the american museum of natural history in new york city took his wife 40 miles north of the city to Bear Mountain State Park to look at look at woolly bear caterpillars. And Dr. Coran collected as many caterpillars as he could in a day, determined the average number of reddish-brown segments, 
and forecast the coming winter weather through a reporter friend at the New York Herald Tribune. And his experiment, which he continued over the next eight years, attempted to prove scientifically a weather rule of thumb that was as old as the hills around Bear Mountain. The resulting publicity made the woolly worm the most recognizable caterpillar in North America. And the photo put out by Tony Capps shows a woolly worm that, at least on her Instagram post, is white. And so she wants to know, does this mean a blizzard's coming? <laughs> I don't really recall seeing these kind of caterpillars, woolly worms, if you want to call them in the South, all that often anywhere. So perhaps you have an inundation of these types of animals in your area of the Southeast. But regardless if you've got them or not, the old tale of how they predict the winter weather, that's a new one on me here on the Y'all Show. Woolly worms. There's your word of the day. (laughs) Thanks to Tony Capps. Now on the Y'all Show, let's go to a tweet from the Lab Bar and Kitchen. I like the name already, at Lab Bar Kitchen. And Lab Bar Kitchen puts out at Lab Bar Kitchen, looking for something that's full of Southern flavor and will also satisfy your sweet tooth? Try our grilled peach dumplings. They are a delicious treat that will truly give you a taste of the South. Hashtag Birmingham AL. And I see the great picture there from the Lab Bar and Kitchen of this delicious grilled peach dumpling. Got a whole bowl full of them. And that looks great. I have not heard, maybe you have, I've not, I personally have not heard of grilled peach dumplings. Would have to give that a try. I need to find out where that's located in the Magic City. At Lab Bar Kitchen is the Twitter account. The Lab Bar and Kitchen, Birmingham, home of grilled peach dumplings. Yes, that looks good. Now, keeping the food fun going, we have a tweet from Cajun Crawfish Connection. That's on Twitter at C3Cajun, at the letter C, number three, Cajun. And this is a small batch boiled crawfish, live crawfish by SEC, homemade pecan pralines, peanut brittle, and other Cajun specialties made with love and care for quality. So they have a whole bunch of different, I would call it Cajun Southern delicacies that they make at Cajun Crawfish Connection. Need to give them a chance. Now, where are they located? What, what part of Louisiana are they in? I don't know if they're in Louisiana because according to the tweet, they put, come see us for our grand opening at Deacon Baldy's Bar and Food Truck Park in Magnolia, Texas. That's at 5447 Farm Road, 1488 in Magnolia, Texas. And they want you to come enjoy some great crawfish, peanut brittle, pecan, and pralines, and other southern specialties at Cajun Crawfish Connection. Now, to the Cajuns of the world's credit, East Texas has a lot of Cajuns. Remember, it's not but a couple of bayous away from East Texas into the heart of Louisiana's Cajun country. And Lake Charles is a huge Cajun area right on the border with Orange, Texas. Now, where is Magnolia, Texas? Well, it's not far from Conroe, uh, maybe a couple bayous away. I don't think they got bayous in Conroe. I've been by Lake Conroe great looking place now this is about magnolia about 30 miles northwest as the crow flies from downtown houston texas so right there in the houston area you've got a a lovely place magnolia and right there in that lovely place you've got cajun crawfish connection can't wait to get there wrapping up the y'all show i've got two things 
Trump related that I want to share. Both of them have to do with Trump hats. So keep in mind that these are gifs that someone sent me over the weekend that I still haven't got to here on the hashtag huddle blues section of the show. But we're going to dive into it. If you've got a make a great, make America great again hat, well, these are for you. Or if you hate them, these are for you too. And the first gif has the famous hat in the background, make America great again. And the GIF has the words above make a great, make America great again. This hat isn't a symbol of racism or hate. The bottom of the GIF says it's a trigger for yours. <laughs> so yeah, if you wear the hat and somebody comes after you, it's not because you're the racist. According to this GIF, it's a trigger for those who are racist or have hatred in their heart because they want to come after the people that wear those bright red, make america great again hats which i do not have one but someone did send me a trump hat that it, it's an official hat it's actually was bought in 2015 but it's not that style it's a different kind of style trump hat all right here's another trump hat gif in the news that i want to share with you on hashtag oblu and it's a picture of a beautiful little baby that's got kisses all over it. obviously photoshopped but the baby's wearing a trump hat got kisses all over all over its belly its legs everywhere else and the headline on this gif of this baby with a trump hat and kisses all over it says tired of political post here's a cute baby instead (laughs) and it's got uh, uh, like i said the baby's got it's an infant baby it's got of course babies are infants but it's it's just it is an infant that's what i should have said with kisses and a trump hat and if you don't want to have a political post on your feed, then just put this out there. That's not really a political post. It's just a cute baby. A cute baby. Also wearing a Trump hat. <laughs> and that is a look at hashtag hullabaloo here on this Wednesday edition. Hope you had fun. We we have fun, at least. You know, One of the two of us is having fun. But we want this to be fun for all y'all. And if you have great stuff you want to share with us here on the Y'all Show for hashtag hullabaloo, drop us an email, y'allshow at y'all.com. Or text us, 803-816-1170. Hey, like we said, we get a lot of this stuff from our social media accounts and on Facebook, and we don't see them all. If you've got something that can top any of this stuff, we want to know about it. We want to share it here on the Y'all Show, 803-816-1170. Simply, if you're on Facebook, you see something funny, do the whole save photo thing and then text it so we'll get it here, 803-816-1170. We'll even give you attribution if you're looking for that just tell us who you are where you're listening from and we'll give you plenty of love too here on the y'all show see we're all serving to the great southerners when we come back on the y'all show we're going to turn our attention to nashville tennessee where we'll find precious harris and the all-encompassing country music report called the nashville music line that's right after the break here on the y'all show with john rawl talk with a southern accent There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. 
This is a limited time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of unlimited basic with auto pay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. It's our favorite time of the week on the Y'all Show. Well, we get to play great music like that right there. Saturday Night Special from Leonard Skinner, taking you back to 1975 for that one. But not just because we played Skinner here on the Y'all Show this time of the week. We have our friend from Nashville, Tennessee, joining us for our Nashville Music Line Report. Precious Harris is here. And the reason we're playing Leonard Skinner, that great song, by the way, written by Ed King and Ronnie Van Sant, it's actually a song about gun control. And it was featured in the 1978 movie Blue Collar that Richard Pryor starred in alongside Harvey Keitel. But Leonard Skinner, I know y'all know that Saturday Night Special song. And speaking of Skinner, Precious Harris, you're on right now to say hello, but also you've got some news about the current makeup of Skinnerd Linyard. Oh, yes. They, uh, uh, matter of fact, Skinner, uh, there's uh, the guitar player, and I know him by his nickname, and I'm not going to say his nickname. <laughs> but anyway, he's. Is it play- not fit for print? Is that what you mean? Yes, uh, and uh, but his nickname. But anyway, he's he left and he's been with Skinner for like ten years now. But he used to play with Charlie. But uh, they headline, you know. And matter of fact, Ed King, which I've hung out on his boat before here in Nashville before he passed away a couple of three years ago, but uh, probably longer than that. But he also co-wrote "Sweet Home Alabama." Ah, uh, yeah. I would and, love uh, to have that as my resume. I help help write, even if I was one of five hundred writers. A song like Sweet Home Alabama, not a bad deal. Uh-uh, not a bad deal. And he's very down to earth. Uh, like he always had a cigar in his mouth. But uh, they had a big Southern rock cruise, and I tried. I really wanted to do it, but it just timing was just not good. If you're going to be a cruise, at least you'll be south in January. But yeah. uh, it was uh, about 2,000 people. It was sold out, Southern rock cruise. And it went from Tampa Bay to Cozumel. But the funny part is, one of the uh, some of the other bands which I have connections to, like uh, Marshall Tucker, Doug Gray, is he and I are really good friends. He and I used to do Charlie Daniels thing together with my husband, and uh, he's been a, one of the only original Marshall Tucker band members left. Then Blackberry Smoke, um, and then Molly Hatchet. My and you remember my friend Theresa that used to be one of the trashettes from Confederate Railroad. Yes, she used to sing backup for Molly Hatchet. And then, of course, the Kentucky Headhunters. I was in FFA with Doug. And then Jonel Mosser, who's an incredible vocalist, 
used to babysit my intern when he was a little boy. <laughs> and then Blackstone Cherry, the drummer, is also the nephew of the headhunters. It's Fred's son. And the drum tech is a kid that used to be uh, my roommate uh, when I was living in Bowling Green. And uh, then, of course, the Atlanta Rhythm Section. I've been, I knew Russell for 30 years now, but I wish I could have been there. I bet it was an awesome, awesome cruise. Is Atlanta Rhythm Section, Russell, you're talking about Atlanta Rhythm Section. Are we talking about Russell Smith? Yes. Okay. I didn't know he was part of the Atlanta Rhythm Section. Yeah. He was, I don't know if he still is, but he was last time I saw him play. He okay. Was. All right. Well, of course, he also was the guy that sang Third Rate Romance. Yes. Originally, before Sammy Kershaw had a pretty good take on that great song and i've also enjoyed some of his other solo work but leonard skinner going on a cruise and this cruise lasted from january 6th to january 12th do we know if the cruise safely made it back to port yes they did and it wasn't the cruise where everybody got sick like i said it was sold out it was a small um was with a big you know eight thousand people but it was a pretty big one it was ahead like i said they were sold out six months before it was ever left the ground so Pre- precious why are we finding out about this after the fact why didn't you let us know months ago that this was even an option because i would have loved to go on cruising with leonard skinner and company me too the reason why is because that i get about 300 emails a day and it was tucked down down in one of my emails uh, from like november i know uh, and i'm staying on this time and i'm gonna make sure we get a chance to go because i think it'd be so much fun well i know blackberry smokes made it safely back because precious i want to ask you about this group i got a text the other day from someone in a college town an sec college down to be exact and they asked me what do you know about blackberry smoke and i don't know a lot about blackberry smoke but i knew enough to say well i've heard of them which means a lot because they like like you you just mentioned you get hundreds of emails a day mostly music related blackberry smoke has had some success so what do you know precious that you can relay back about this i guess rocking bands blackberry smoke well i will tell you blackberry smoke is actually a uh is actually a, a good friends of charlie daniels oh okay yeah and they uh they actually i met them at his uh, you know he has the like uh it's reunion. I remember it happened in 1974 and the volunteer jam. And they were there a couple of three years ago. We got to hang out with them backstage, but, uh, they're very much, they have a lot of, uh, deep roots in the band and in, in the Southern Georgia. They actually started in Atlanta, but, um, you know, like I said, there's Paul Jackson and some of the other ones, but they're, uh, they are, they've actually got started doing the Southern rock tour and tried to do exactly like, uh, and believe it or not, they've been around since 2000. Huh. But they they try to do the exact same thing, you know, playing, starting out in the clubs and then go, moving their way up to the bigger arenas. But uh, they, uh, yeah, they've been around since 2000. So they've been together 19 years now. Yeah. Their latest so, latest CD on three-legged records is called Find a Light. They've had a little success on the country airplay chart. In 2013, their song Pretty Little Lie made it in the top 50, but they're not necessarily a a commercial success but i know they do pretty well on the road and that's where in today's world where you can make your best money anyway yes and actually they used to a couple of years ago one of the bands that was a huge college band in 1982 when i was in college late 80s called government mule oh yeah and it was uh yeah there was a uh, government cheese uh which was a good my my friends played in that and then uh, it was Government Mule, and then there was something called Walk the West. They was huge when Picasso's, the club at WKU in Bowling Green, was mm-hmm. one of the top ten 
college clubs to go listen to live music at. It was all original. And back then, the Headhunters were the backup band for Ronnie McDowell, and they were called the Itchy Brothers. (laughs) Don't ask me why. Well, you talked about Government Mule. That is an act that Blackberry Smoke spent much of the summer of 2016 on tour with, so they have a connection there with their blend of Southern rock and country rock, this band out of Atlanta, Georgia. But I want to ask you, I got... I, I follow Shenandoah, another great band, and they they are, I think, still on or just about to be finished with a cruise of their own, Shenandoah, the great country music band. And I want to ask you, are these cruises something that these bands and artists do because they make money, or is it more of a way to thank the fans? Well, they it's a little bit of both, honestly. Um, Shenandoah, like I said, I've got to catch up with Marty uh, during a Christmas party this year and i saw him out but he's a uh, they you know of course they had the new record out they they had some of their old ones and they redid it and then they added a couple of three new ones but they do it number one is they do get paid for it okay. i will tell you that and then it's sort of like a mini vacation plus it's just so much fun because you know it's just like a, a reunion because they get to play with other acts that they might not be able to see or get to hang out with you know what i mean uh during the the normal music stuff well, Precious, you find me a cruise around Old Hickory Lake in Nashville, and, and I'm all for that one. <laughs> me and cruises, at least so far, haven't gotten along too well. We're all, we're talking with Precious Harris here. It's the Nashville Music Line Direct from Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee, where we give you all the scoop on cruises and Leonard Skinner and so much more. We have a question as we go to break that we want to leave you all with, and we expect you to know the answer when we come back. And the question this week is, can you name the place that inspired the hit song, Wichita Lineman? It might not be the one you think. Ooh, Precious, this sounds like a good one. It is. It's a good one. Of course, <laughs> I love Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Well, you, you, that wasn't part of the question. You didn't ask, you know, who was this artist. So it's okay if you go ahead and tell us it was a Glenn Campbell hit. But we'll have the answer to that lingering question right after the break. This is The Y'all Show. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. I am a lineman for the county And I drive the main road Searching in the sun for another overload 
Wichita lineman is still on the line. Going back to 1968 for that one here on the Y'all Show. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. We've got Precious Harris. Nashville Music Line on with us, and Precious is an insider on Music Row, and she not only knows the artists and what goes on there, but she knows a lot about how to make songs and the whole business of making music. In fact, she has an awesome book called College of Songology that y'all need to go to Amazon.com or go to Precious's website, collegeofsongology.com, and just get it and learn and just wow everybody with your knowledge of Music Row and how it all works in Nashville, Tennessee. Collegeofsongology.com from our own Precious Harris. Okay, Precious, when we went to break, as we wrap up the Y'all Show here in this segment, before we went to break, we told you a question, and we want you to give us the answer now. The question was, can you name the place that inspired the hit song, Wichita Lineman, from great Glenn Campbell? And the answer, well, it might not be the one you think. So, Precious, what is the answer to this crazy question? You mean the songwriter? Can I tell you about the songwriter first? You can say the floor is yours. Okay. Well, the songwriter, Jimmy Webb, I'm nineteen. I'm 99% sure he also co-wrote The Light Tonight, The Lights Went Out in Georgia. Okay. But uh, he actually, uh, this this artist had a couple of other hits that's got the city in them. So this artist had went to Jimmy Webb and asked him, hey, um, I like the song, but I don't like it. Uh, I can't say Washita County, Oklahoma. It doesn't rhyme with anything. So, uh, and he agreed with the artist, Jimmy did, that Washita didn't sound right when he sang it. So he changed it from Washita to Wichita. It became a huge crossover hit for Campbell and actually put him on the charts, the pop charts and the country charts. And it was the number one hot country song and the number three on all general billboard charts. So, and then, of course, Campbell asked Reb to write another place to follow up. And he wrote, by the time I get to Phoenix, because he said he had really good luck with songs that had cities in them. <laughs> then, of course, here comes one of the other ones was Galveston. Uh, yeah. yeah, love that song. So, that's by the, my favorite. By the way, we've got to give some love to Washita County in Oklahoma. If you don't know where that is, that's kind of on the western edge toward the Texas Panhandle. The county seat of Washita County, Oklahoma, is New Cordell and this county is the former located in Cloud Chief, Oklahoma, is where the county seat used to be, but now it's there. Population of this county in Oklahoma is just over 11,000. So there's your Washita County, Oklahoma news and information on this y'all show. All thanks to Precious Harris. But yeah, Jimmy Webb wrote this great song, and he had a huge career going with Glenn Campbell with all the great songs that they had. And I remember hearing Glenn talk about Webb and his unbelievable writing style in some of the documentaries that came out prior to his passing. And man, I miss Glenn Campbell and I, I, I miss his music. And man, what a just a true talent. Glenn Campbell from Arkansas, by the way. Precious, we've got some folks celebrating birthdays here this week. We want to give a shout out to Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. He was born January 31st, 1987. And then we have a couple of birthdays on the first day of February. Dell McCurry was born in 1939. How about this? Lisa Marie Presley, born in 1968 on February 1st. And then a fellow that you actually have a connection to, Precious, Don Everly of the Everly Brothers, born 
on February 1st, 1937. He turns 82 this week. Yes, I, I saw Phil not too long ago uh, in a function in Nashville. And his daughter is actually doing a lot of music, doing some music things there. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, you know, they lived in California for a while, but he, he, last time I heard he was living in Columbia, but, uh, his, uh, Columbia, Tennessee, not Columbia, the the, the country or the country named Columbia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I forget we got one of those. Oh, oh, I'll think of Columbia, South Carolina. Great place. Oh, I know. I've been through there. I think with you. Yes, you have. uh, palomino state yes you have we had a good time we went there and saw Pre- uh, precious we saw pirates of the mississippi no i'm sorry we saw confederate railroad <laughs> what am i thinking yeah, but, well they did they opened up oh okay yeah. i knew, I knew pirates, something yes yeah. parts of the mississippi opened up for them <sighs> but that's when i was uh, that's when theresa was singing back up with them oh okay yeah you're right man and of course and to, and of course uh yesterday was uh uh, my buddy from Kentucky, Richard Young from the Headhunters. You'd always have to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. Happy late birthday, Richard I wish Richard I was Young. born in 1955. I, w- I do wish I was born in 55. That was a great year. And then, of course, Tracy Lawrence. I used to be his intern, so that was two good ones born yesterday. Oh, well, congratulations to all those who are celebrating birthdays here on the Y'all Show. We just bring all kinds of information and, and so much fun. Hey, here's an act that will be participating in the Super Bowl festivities, and I want you to tell me a little bit more about what's going on with Low Cash. Low Cash, uh, what can you say about those two, Lord Child? They used to be, you know, Low Cash Cowboys, and I finally just dropped it. But, um, I mean, they have got a long, long career. They really do. Um, Low Cash, like I said, they've been together since I came to uh, Nashville, not too long after that, uh, but anyway, but they uh, they uh, they actually uh, started out, uh, like I said, as low cash cowboys. But they had a uh, it's Preston Brush and Chris Lucas too long ago. But mm-hmm. they uh, they also co-wrote a super hit for a uh, uh, truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> Truck, yeah, exactly. I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, they are. Like I said, they're playing uh, the beginning of the Super Bowl's kickoff thing. Um, it's the lead-up to the Super Bowl, but it's they're they're known as being the great party anyway. Yeah. But they're doing the Pepsi ESPNFL Rookie of the Year brunch party. I don't even, I'm sure they got paid major bucks for that. Uh, and they'll, that's going to be on January 31st. And then, of course – going to be live from Atlanta from XM radio, helping host some of the stuff there and just basically putting pin in the dots from Nashville to Atlanta for the Super Bowl. So I'm excited for them. And if you don't know low cash's music, some of their hits in recent years have included, I love this life and probably the biggest song they've had. I know somebody. And yeah, I was at their number one party for, I love this life. They had it on the top of the rooftop at VMI. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that went to number one on the airplay chart in country music. Low Cash. I love that. And frankly, that name reminds me of my own economic struggle because I'm constantly having low cash. (laughs) I know, but those boys are the sweetest things ever. I mean, I've known them for years. In fact, Precious, if I had a band, I would name my band No Cash. No cash. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, that'd be a great band. And I they, used to work with a band called Bad Luck, and they were had such bad luck. I said, "Y'all got to change your name. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you got to be another name besides Bad Luck." Yeah, I hear you. 
Precious, tell me about a legendary place in Nashville, the Bluebird Cafe. It's going to be the subject of a new documentary. What can you tell us about this? Well, actually, I knew it was been coming for a while. They finally, it's finally going to be able to be shown at the festival at the uh, South by Southwest. They also have a film festival during that time and down in Austin. But uh, it's actually a 90 minute film. And it's got, of course, Ben Skill, who loves the Bluebird. And it's got Jason Isbell and Marin Morris. And of course, Garth Brooks, that's where the first time I ever saw Garth in 1991 was at the Bluebird Cafe. And he was there, and I'll never forget, in the corner, I looked over there, and I was like, God, that looks just like Bono, and the drummer for YouTube. And I'm like, no, it can't be. So I get back home, and I'm reading the magazine, you know, later on, and sure enough, Bobby Carl works the room in Music Row Magazine. There it was that they had been to Nashville and went to the Bluebird to hear songwriters. I thought, oh, my God, I, I, I know what I'm doing. I mean, oh, my God, I recognize him. I did good, because I wasn't really a rocker back then, but they were very high profile, you know. Joshua Tree and all that had come out. So they were superstars and they were here sitting in the corner, back in the corner of Bluebird Cafe, which seats maybe 100 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Sp- speaking of Vince Gill, we know that he loves his music venues and, and still pops up from time to time. I know he also tours some, but I saw a Belmont basketball game the other day. Don't ask me why I was watching Belmont basketball take on TSU, Tennessee State. But right there behind the home bench, where you found Vince Gill and his wife, Amy Grant, just right there, prime time. And I think they go to a lot of Belmont Bruin basketball games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think one of their kids attends there. Okay. Uh, I'm 99% sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know and, uh, I know Vince is a, a friend of that program and has supported Belmont a long time. And I guess now he's oh, really yeah. supporting it if he's got a kid there. I'm 99% sure he does. I don't know which one it is. Okay. Uh, but I'm 99% sure they do. And, of course uh, – Vince's daughter, uh, Jenny. Uh, Jenny, Jenny, yeah, Jenny's been doing a lot of live music shows. She's got to be playing third and Lindsley. She is so talented. And, you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, you know, it runs in the family. No, she really is can stand on her own as an artist. Uh, you know, like Gar's daughter, Allie, she's been out performing on her own, doing what she is, you know. And unfortunately, when you're a girl, you got the dad's last name. You know, and uh, until you get married, but they both, just as artists themselves, can stand on their own two feet. They just ha- may happen to happen a famous, you know, father, but just they're incredible, talented, just in their own right, without yeah. being bloodline. You know. Well, speaking of country music legends, how about this guy? He's got a book about to come out, and I love the title. It's Randy Travis. He's got a memoir about to be released called Forever and Ever Amen. A memoir of music, faith, and braving the storms of life. He wrote this with Ken Abraham. Pretty cool. If you know anything about what's going on with Randy Travis the last few years with a stroke and everything else, this should be a great read. It is. As a matter of fact, uh, I interviewed somebody that had actually got to work with Randy during CMA Fest. And uh, he said he's probably one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. And I remember meeting him and him just being super shy at Cave City, Kentucky. And he was touring on uh, forever. I mean, uh, 1982 was, oh, yeah. was a, he had out of time. And I remember seeing up there and it was a packed show at Guntown Mountain. And he stayed and signed everybody's autograph. What do we know about Randy's current health situation? He's actually doing better. Um, he's actually uh, been in the studio working with an artist, co-producing an artist. Okay. And I can't remember the artist's name now, but I do know that he's back. He's not fully recovered, 
but he is back to where he can at least get back to joining life and, you know, doing the music thing. And I think this book has been wonderful therapy from what I understand for him to come back and be able to do this. He's you not know? really singing, but do you know if he can even talk? Yes, he can talk. Uh, not, not the way he used to, okay. but he, he's understandable, okay. you know, Good. which is the most important thing. I'm surprised it didn't, you know, we didn't lose him, but I'm so glad we didn't. Yeah. Cause, uh, he's very much a true talent. Randy Travis, and if you don't believe what Precious just said, just go Google him and all the incredible music that he put out in the 1980s and 90s. R.T., Randy Travis, the book, Forever and Ever, Amen, just about ready to come out on the Thomas Nelson imprint. Thank you very much, Precious. We look forward to getting a hold of you next week and having more great country music talk with you. I'm hoping you'll be in Nashville next week. I have my fingers crossed, or week after next, yeah. Week after next. Yeah, that'd be awesome if you could. I would love that. Well, Nashville is where I'm always at in my heart, at least, Precious. Oh, I know that. I've known that since you were 18 years old. My heart is in Nashville, but my butt might be somewhere else. (laughs) No, that's true. Same with me. I mean, my my butt may have to go to Kentucky once in a while, but my heart's been in Nashville since I was eight years old, you know? Yeah, I understand. uh, for having me on the show today all right precious we'll talk to you next week and that will conclude our y'all show thanks to precious and thanks to jonathan lifehite and hour one with our acc report we'll be right back here on the thursday y'all with plenty of good stuff we've got a special guest coming from baton rouge billy gamilla from the website and the valley shook.com will be our special guest and we'll talk lsu tiger basketball and bayou bangle football and recruiting they've got a coaching change down there not head coach coach O's still there by the way gold tigers so we'll have all that on the thursday y'all plus we'll have a look at festivals and more a lot of fun coming your way tomorrow have a great rest of your day you've been listening to the y'all show with john rawl talk with a deep fried dixie accent And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little time. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint. 
a network built for unlimited. This is a limited time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of unlimited basic with auto pay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.